episode is going to deal with financial status and why people, men and women, choose each other based off of what they have. If you ask yourself this question, and I've actually did my research back in the day when I was single, I used to study men and women. What is the one thing you look for in a soulmate? Do you ever ask yourself that question? Now for me, it's a number of things. Compassionate, kind, warm-hearted, funny. There's many different qualities that you want in, in an individual, right? But why is it, and I guess, if you didn't know me, if you didn't know me at all, would you think, hey, she's got money. Maybe I do have money. I don't display it, though. There's the difference. I went to school with, with young women that came from rich. They showed off what they had because in their mind's eye, they think, well, look at me. I have everything that money can buy. The one thing you don't have is a heart. So what do you mean by that? You don't have a heart. All you care about is money. Everything has money attached to it. When you pick a soulmate, when you're looking for that special someone to complete your life, you don't look at financial status. The day that you start looking at financial status tells me the only thing you care about, the only thing you care about is that person and what they have. Why does that matter? I look at people around me and where I live, they show off what they have. Why? So in other words, let's do a scenario here. There are two women, they're sitting on a bench in the park. One is comfortable. She has money, but she doesn't flaunt. She's just comfortable in her own skin. You know, she's wearing a decent article of clothing. She drives a decent vehicle. She lives comfortably. The second woman shows off what she has. She's got the diamonds and the jewels, and she's dressed to the nines, and she has a fancy vehicle, and she lives in a grand estate. Now a man walks by, and he'll look at both women. Who do you think he will pick? You know what, and in my opinion, I've seen it done more often, I think it's very shameful. He'll pick the woman that has everything. Why? What's wrong with someone who may not have much of everything, but what she has is priceless? In other words, why do do men and women choose others based off of what they have? I mean, again, in the neighborhood I live, it's divided. There's some people that have money and show off. And there's some people like myself that may have money, but I don't let people know I have it. Because when you start talking about what you have versus what you don't, that's when you yourself sound shallow. You sound like everyone else. I choose not to be like everyone else. Because when I do that, I'm going to end up being like everyone else, picking someone based off of what they have. You know, when you love someone, you look past that. You look past financial status. You look past their background, their nationality, the color of their skin, because it's not important. I look at a perfect example of my mother and father. Again, they were both in poverty. They grew up separate, but they were 
both had the same background. But that's not why my father was drawn to my mother. My father was drawn to my mother because of the type of woman she was. Warm-hearted, compassionate. They started off with very little, and they worked their way up. My father said, I am going to marry this woman because I love her for who she is, not for what she has. When you start attacking someone, not even attacking, choosing someone based off of what they are, shame on you. Because do you actually think in your lifetime, when you meet someone and you fall in love with them, that's the first thing you're looking for to see what they have? Women are been known to have this issue where more women will look at a man and say, I don't know, if I, if I go with someone who's a blue-collar worker, who had a decent job, but he couldn't provide me the lifestyle I wanted, you know what I say to you? You're a gold digger. That's what you are. You're looking for a man to provide you with that lifestyle. You don't love the person himself. You don't love him. You love what he can give you. Is that enough to sustain a relationship? Is that enough to sustain a marriage? No, it's not. Again, father and mother were the perfect example. I have pictures, and I look at my mother and father back in the day when they first started out. They had very little. But my father worked so hard, and he gave her a good life. He gave her a great life. A wonderful life. May not have been rich. He could afford what he can give her, and she was content. My mother took it with a grain of salt. She said to me, when you meet someone in your lifetime, I want him to not only take care of you, I want him to love you. Love is priceless. If you say to me, well, I'm the only reason why I'm picking him is because he can provide me what I want. See, with me, I'm the opposite. I don't want luxury. Now everyone's going to say, get out of here. We don't believe you. I don't want someone who can give me luxury. I want to live a simple life. A simple life filled with love, passion, romance, happiness. Things that I never had in the past. My life was filled with a lot of turmoil and chaos. My life was filled with a lot of pain. How do you overcome pain? Well, you look past what has happened to you. You learn to just forgive and forget. But see, for me, the people who caused me pain were the same ones that wanted something from me. And again, that's a form of betrayal. Betrayal, I think, is the worst worst thing that you could do to someone, is betray them. Why is my voice cracking? Because it's happened to me three times. Do you know how many times I've wanted? I've wanted to just get rid of my life, get rid of myself from this world. And I stop myself every time because I thought, if every time my heart gets broken by a different person, and I can't get past it, What will happen the next time when you meet someone and they do that same exact thing to you? You're going to resort to taking yourself out of this world? Come on now. You're stronger than what you are. You are a strong, fierce, independent person who can take anything from anyone. You need to believe in yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to not let someone hurt you to that extent. But when they start doing that, you know what's going to happen? You're going to let them do that to you. You yourself have a voice. Take your voice and shout out to the world, hey, look at me. You can't take me for granted. You can't betray me. You can't hurt me. I'm invincible. I have been for the longest time staying away from people that have done that to me, betrayed me in the most horrific way, the most horrible way. 
didn't let my family know what was going on because I did not want to hear, you should have known better, what's the matter with you. I don't want to hear that. Okay, I don't want to hear it. I brought it on to myself, getting involved with people, thinking maybe there's a shot that they will love me as I am. Just a normal woman. I have more love to give than anything, more compassion and understanding. Those are the qualities you look for in a woman or a man. But see, women, when they look for a man, they want, again, the rich lifestyle. Why? Do you think that if you have these material things that that's going to make you happy? At some point, what happens if you lose all of this material wealth? Are you still going to be with that person? Or did you just marry them and love or claim that you love them because what that's what they have? Shame on you if you have that feeling. If you have those feelings that this is what they could provide for me, and once I'm done with them, I'm just going to take off. If you start to do that, you know what's going to happen? Whoever you did that to is going to feel like, well, I'm not going to be able to go into another relationship because I'm not going to let my heart get broken again. My heart got broken three times. Three times I let myself get hurt. But then I was told that it wasn't your fault. You were a victim. To all of you women out there who are struggling because you think I can't do better, you can do better. You don't have to stay with someone just because, oh, they're the only ones that are there for me. There's a lot of other people out there that are looking for that special person. And I've heard this phrase before, love the person as they are. Love them for them, not for what they represent. When you start digging deeper into a person, I want you to do me a favor, do an experiment. Look into their eyes and see what you see. What do you see in their eyes? Pain? Or do you see a sense of calmness, peace, serenity? Many people have turmoil in their lives. They don't want to come out and tell everyone what really happened in their lives. For me, I can tell you everything, starting from the time from the time that I lost my father and everything that happened in between that time. All the people that I, that I, that I lost that I can't get back. Every time I got close to someone, they would either die or they would just leave. And I would wonder, is it me? Am I a bad luck charm? But my mother kept telling me, no, you're not. Why would you even think that? Because I always felt like if I overstep, if I ask for something that I shouldn't ask, I am overstepping on someone. In other words, I am asking, but in, in a sense, I don't want to ask anybody for anything. I don't deserve to have what everyone has. The only thing I want in life is peace, harmony, serenity, love, because love, again, is very priceless. But people do attach a price tag to love. If you go out and say, I'm looking for a specific soulmate, give me the qualities of what you're looking for. Nowadays, people play games with each other's hearts and emotions. When you truly love someone, you give them everything that you have. And I'm not talking monetary. I'm talking about mind, body, and soul. But I'm not also saying it in the form of possession. That's not what I'm saying. A lot of people think, well, what do you mean give yourself? You give your heart to that one person that makes you happy. Nowadays, happiness is hard because a lot of people who I've actually come into contact with have had their hearts broken numerous times. Join the club. I've had my heart broken three times. A fourth time, I wouldn't be able to take it. And in a part of my life, I wanted to escape, to be just someplace where nobody would know who I was, where nobody would know my story. 
But for me to do that, that's running away. And I refuse to run away. I want everyone to know who I am. I want everyone to know the type of woman I am. I have seen pain. I've seen tragedy. I've seen things done in front of me. The images I can't even, I can't even escape. They're there. But somebody tells me, what have you gone through in your lifetime that you could actually help us? Be, quote, an inspiration, a mentor, a guide, a teacher. Everything life had to give to me or offer to me, but also all the pain that came with it. Do you actually think, now, let's put it this way. We're not living in a fantasy world where life is all bliss and happy, happiness. No, that's, that's unrealistic. Everyone goes through some type of pain in their life, whether it's a loss of someone, a health crisis, or they're in a relationship that they can't get themselves out of because they figured, I don't deserve better. Yes, you do. Walk away from someone who hurts you. Walk away from someone who attacks your mind. Walk away. It's easier than you think. But the thing is, you're making excuses. You're saying to yourself, I don't deserve to be treated with respect. I don't deserve to be treated with kindness. Yes, you do. It took me how many years? And even now, I still don't trust certain things. I don't trust the people in this part of the world around me. I don't. If I let myself, if I let my guard down, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to get taken advantage of all over again. And if that happens... It's on me. I learned my lesson the hard way. Everybody, and I've said this yesterday, in terms of everybody says, I have sinned. Have you sinned? What have you done that was so bad? Do you know that people sin all the time? There are good sins and bad sins. The worst sin in the world for me, though, and again, maybe not for all of you, but for me, is betrayal. When you betray somebody, you put your heart and soul into someone, right? And one day, they decide, you're not enough for me. I'm going to walk away. And you ask yourself, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Because you're putting the blame on yourself. They decided, I don't want to be with you anymore. Do you know how painful that is to hear that come from someone's mouth? You invested your time and energy to be with someone and look what they do to you. They hurt you in that way. So ask yourself, is it your fault? No, it's their fault. They don't know what they want. They were going to make you happy, but then they found out something about you. They couldn't tell you what it was they found out about you because they found it out from another source. And they decided, you're not enough for me. The worst thing that you can do, and I've actually had this happen to someone that I used to know, abandonment. Abandonment, neglect, neglect, neglected. When you neglect someone, you abandon them. That's the worst feeling in the world. And any times that I've tried to fit into this world, I couldn't do it. And I asked myself, why am I here? Why am I here? To be living in this type of pain? To have this hell all around me? But then I thought to myself, it's not me, it's these people. They don't know what they want. So they're taking that negative energy and putting it onto you. But you know better, right? You need to get your head out of the clouds and soar high above everyone and let everyone know who you are. 
show them your true side, emotions and all. And if they can't accept you as you are, then they weren't the people you want to be associated with to begin with. Your true friends will always stand by your side. Your true friends will always be there in the in the in the in the best of times and in the worst of times. Those are the ones that will really stand beside you, behind you. Not the ones that hey, hey, this is what I'm going to do to you because I feel like I have the upper hand. No. Are you going to tell you're going to tell me that's what you're going to do to me? You're going to hurt me? After everything I've done for you, after all the time I invested in you, you're going to turn around and walk away from me? Good night. Good riddance, then. Good riddance. I don't want to get hurt again. I learned my lesson the hard way, and I got myself involved with three different men at different times in my life, thinking, this is the one. But guess what? No matter what I did, no matter how many times I tried so hard, they weren't satisfied. So why should I bust my tail or or try to change who I am for them. I don't want to change. I am happy the way I am. Accept me as I am. I'm not perfect. I don't want to be perfect. Perfection, again, does not exist. If people tell you you have to be perfect, well, tell them, no, I don't. I've gone through my fair share of hurt in my life. And I looked at my own life, I actually wrote my story. My story is yet to be published. For any of you out there who want to read it, one of my friends said, I looked at your story and I thought, this is good material for you to go out there and do a video documentary, starting with the time that you were, that you lost your father up until now. What has changed between then and now? Your perspective, my perspective on life I view people as the enemy. They're going to say, what do you mean? Not everybody. The people that were coming close to me to want to hurt me, I view them as an enemy. And when I told you yesterday, don't make friends with people at work because a friend is an enemy. And you're going to say, what do you mean? Trust me, a friend is an enemy. Don't tell your deepest, darkest secrets to someone thinking, oh, I know this person. We've, been to, we've known each other and we've worked together for a long time. You really don't know someone until you know them. The same thing with family. Family will say, yeah, I grew up with them. I know them. No, you don't. Do you know what I'm feeling right now? Do you know what's going on through my head right now? No, you don't. Can you read my mind? But I do have premonitions of how life will turn out for myself, for the people around me. There is one bad premonition, and I don't want to talk about it. Why? Because I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. I'm scared of what may happen. I'm scared of losing I'm scared of many different things. I'm just scared. Do you contemplate what you're going to do? What's your next move? You know, a lot of people have told me this, and I think I'm going to let all of you know. 
When someone breaks you down, when someone tears you apart, when someone gets into you, starts telling you things you don't want to know or you don't want to hear, you know what happens? There is hope. The thing that really got to me and I, and I actually, I have said it many, many times over. People have said to me, you're such a beautiful young woman. I've heard this now through my 20s, 30s, 40s, and even now. You're a beautiful young woman who went through so much in her lifetime and you got into these horrible relationships. No fault of your own. Don't blame yourself. You didn't know what these men were capable of. You're right, I didn't know. I didn't know what their agenda was towards me until it was too late. But I got myself out of it. I walked away and I'm here now to talk about it. To all of you women who are going through a crisis or you're in a relationship that you're being suffocated in. In other words, he wants to change you because he can't accept you as you are. But when you first met, remember when you first met Butterflies in your stomach. I can't wait to see him. You spend all this time together. He's the person you want to be with, right? But then all of a sudden, he just changes. He changes. And I, for one, I, for one, don't like it when someone deceives me. In the beginning, yeah, let's get to know one another, and we do. Then I, with my ex, I lived with him for five years and I found out what kind of a monster he was because in the beginning he didn't show that side of him. No, I found out a little too little too late. And even when I was going through my illness, the furthest thing from my mind was, am I gonna try to change him? No, he is who he is, I have to accept that. But I don't have to live with him and I don't have to continue on with the relationship. I walked away after I got better from my cancer. I saw him for the type of man he was, a man I did not want to be with. This is a man who had no heart, no soul, no compassion. He was dead. He had a cold look on his, on his face, a cold look in his eyes. Women, if you're listening, you don't have to be in a relationship just because. Oh, yeah, my man does this to me, and the first time he laid his hands on me, but, but then he apologized and he changed. Nobody changes overnight. Wake up call. Nobody changes overnight. Nobody. The only way a person would want to change is if they have to change because they need to do that. If you ask me, how did you get through the five years of hell with him? I got through it, but I blocked him out, too. Everything he said to me, all the negativity, the name-calling, putting me down. He couldn't accept me as I was. When I was going through my illness, I didn't even think about what he was telling me. Did it hurt? It did. And I suffered in silence. But then I had a voice. After I got better from cancer, I heard my father's voice. My father and my, well, my mother didn't know, but my father had said to me, you have a voice. Speak up. Let the whole world, let him know how you really feel. And then if he still won't change, you have every right to leave. And guess what? I did tell him how I felt. Did he care? No. Did he want to change? He didn't think he had to change. Well, I'm not seeing you as the man that I first fell in love with. I'm seeing you as a monster. And if you actually think I'm going to spend my life with a monster, think again. He didn't try to stop me. I walked out. After I got better, I walked out. I came back home and my mother said to me, what happened? Now, I didn't tell her the truth of what he, was, what he did to me. I didn't want to put on that type of, of, of pain on her 
because again, I was worried about her health, all right? So I told her some story and she goes, I never liked him to begin with and I'm grateful that you're back. You learned your lesson now. But then it took, I forget how many other men to make me see, it's not me that's the problem, it's them. They're the ones with the issue. They're the insecure. If you start to change something about you because you want to do it, they don't like it and they will try to make you feel guilty. Ladies, you deserve better. Don't stay with someone because you think that's the only man that will love me. If he really loved you, he wouldn't hurt you. He wouldn't try to change you. And, and above all, he wouldn't try to manipulate and deceive you. There are men that are like that, believe it or not. I don't like betrayal. Betrayal is the worst form, the worst emotion to even attack somebody, to even take advantage of. Do you know how fragile people are? We're all fragile, even the strongest of the strong are fragile, but you know what? We don't have to take it. We can just get up and walk away. We have the opportunity. We have the right to do that. For me, it took a long time. Now, if you ask me what's going on in my life now, well, I am with somebody. We have been together for over a year and I see him differently than the other three men. But he knows my story about what I went through. And he also knows, hey, you're not the only one. We were connected by the man himself upstairs. When I told you in, I forget how many episodes ago, three or four episodes ago, you know where you get your true connection with God? Or your true, actually your true connection with a person? Through the man upstairs. God is almost like the, the man that you go to, the higher being, because everybody prays to God for everything. Having somebody get well from an illness or dealing with the death of someone or some type of a crisis, personal, financial, whatever. You always go to the man upstairs and there's always, he never lets you down. And this also could be in your personal relationship with someone. He saw the pain that I was in, and my mother had pleaded to God many times. She goes, I don't want to see my daughter get hurt. I want to see her happy. I want to see her fulfilled in life. Like me, I feel like a zombie in this part of the world. I just go to work, I come home, and I do it all over again. And then on the weekends come, I have nobody to really talk to. I have no friends. So you know what I do? I do these podcasts because I feel like I could talk to all of you and help you in some way. Even if I'm not physically there, you hear my voice. I could be the angel, the mentor, the guide, the teacher, the preacher. I could be all of that. Or I could just be a friend who wants to listen to what you're going through and try to give you some advice. It doesn't mean you have to take it. So I'm going to let all of you guys go. Have a blessed Sunday. But remember this. You don't have to stay with someone just because. In other words, everyone has someone that they, that they want in their life that they're looking for. If you really look hard enough, that person will be there. And again, it may take some time, but you will find the person who's right for you. Again, don't look at financial. Don't look at what they have or don't have. Don't look at the color of their skin and their nationality background. That does not matter. In the end, if you want to make each other happy, if you truly love one another, accept each other as each other. Accept yourself. Have them accept you. Because when you 
really love someone. You love someone for who they are, not for what they have, not for where they came from. That's all false. That's a fallacy right there. That's false. So have a blessed Sunday. Stay true to yourself. Stay strong. Have a great week ahead. God bless all of you. Take care. Thank you.